Who's the king of New York? King of New York. There, there's a there's a couple of them. Biggie, Jay Z, Nas, and I'm gonna throw DMX and Puffy. That's it. Ain't no Trey Young. Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs> we can just we can just start from there. <laughs> just start whenever you're ready, Peter. <laughs> right, yeah. So if y'all didn't hear, we doing our funny faces. Uh, those screenshot uh pictures y'all see on the IG post. We're just posting for that. But welcome back to Out of the Bird Podcast. It's your boy Pete, your boy Shamar, and Chris. How are y'all doing? Cool, bro. Yeah, you know, another day, another penny. Yeah, um, you know, I always ask this, but you know, was y'all weeks any different from the other weeks that I ask you this question? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I I'm not even gonna lie, my weeks be stagnant. <laughs> One thing about that last week, I'm about like I'm just gonna do something wild, just be like I did that on the, I did that this week, guys. But like, nah, I <laughs> not really. Way <laughs> yeah, wrong. I, I'll say this. Uh, my week wasn't all I did was I just made a desk in the office. Now I can stand and do this. I can sit and do this. I could, you know, you know, and actually work. It's helped me with my job. Substantially, substantially, like you know what I'm saying. I can actually do sit on the desk and work. But I mean, that's it. And the fact I'm recording for my loft now, so big man. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. No, but uh, decisions over there. Yeah, a lot of adult. I have to actually do a lot to this house. I mean, this apartment will come in. But let's get on to the weekly topics. Now, y'all hear, y'all hear about Naomi Osaka leaving the Grand Slam mm-hmm. and her reasonings, you know, mental health. What are your thoughts on the whole situation, if any? Uh, I think it was the right idea because... I feel like people often kind of look at athletes like, you know, just another means of entertainment, which which they are. They technically they are entertainers by -hmm. just, you know, uh, the field they work in. But like that, they literally look at them as just that, like they don't look at them as people at all. And so when she's saying like, hey, I'm having a hard time mentally, I'm having a hard time doing this, that or other. They'll be like, "Okay, okay, but how does that affect you? How do you think that affects your game? She's just like, I'm trying to have a human conversation here and you you talking about the game right now. And so I think like it was probably the best idea because like they even thought they could like uh, threaten her with the fines and stuff. And that that wasn't enough to like make her bat an eye. So, I, you know, I, I, I applaud the young lady on that. Yeah. Um, I just think, you know, people are different, you know, so if and I've seen her talk. Uh, saw her, uh, her boyfriend's Wabi and Corday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I seen her speak. She's very um, introverted. Yeah, very very introverted. And, and she says the, she is. Yeah, she's not the type to. Talk. I remember when I saw her talk. I really thought she was like a. How do you explain it? You know, one of those people that's just like, not necessarily soft, but just very gentle. Mm-hmm. That's what she she gives off. So someone that's like really gentle and really calm and quiet. 
you don't like for, for me, it's just like if she says, hey, I don't like talking to the media. Kyle, Kyle, you can throw this to Kawhi or even like uh, what's the what's the dude? Marshawn Lynch and all these people. They, I, I bet you they don't like talking. I mean, Marshawn Lynch doesn't like talking to anybody. But these are people that if they say, hey, yo, I don't want to talk. Why are we forcing them to talk? Like they they act like they have ownership over them as a person and just can like command them to do what they want. Yeah. Like not not everybody is made to talk in front of, you know, literally everyone in the world. Yeah, basically. so if she says she has social anxiety and it's it's like a it's scary for her to speak in front of people and yeah, I don't know a lot of people like that. Shoot, we do a podcast. I'm kind of like I don't like talking in front of people. <laughs> I could do it, but I don't like it. It's kind of intimidating, you know. So I get it, but you know, you got guys like what's the what's the, the more Pierce Morgan trying to say she's using mental health to, you know, disrespect the media and you know his racist bigot itself. Yeah, you know, no, talking he's, he's never been a ally to anybody except himself. So narcissist wants to tell somebody else is a narcissist. How does yeah. that work? But yeah, I'm cool with Naomi, you know, saying that hey, yo, I'm I'm cool on talking. And if I if I if I have to sacrifice, not even a sacrifice, because she's she's nice. If I don't have to, I don't have to play. Yeah, no, nah, she's she's made more than enough money. Like, <laughs> she could retire today. I beat Serena twice. Yeah. That enough is a legendary accomplishment. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Naomi Osaka. You know. Um, so the next one here. Monique is out here telling y'all to stop wearing pajamas and bonnets. What do you think, Shamar? What do you think, Chris? Hey, look. It depends on what you consider pajamas because, like, I wear shorts to bed. One day, they might be pajamas. Who knows? In a couple of days, those are what I wear to the gym to go work out. So, like, I get the bonnet thing. Like, I mean, I wouldn't say don't wear a bonnet, but, you know, pick and choose your situation where you wear the bonnet out. Like, don't like, I think he's probably even referring. So I just saw, like, an article on Twitter where, like, a lady, something happened, and she was wearing a bonnet during her, like, interview with the news. Like, all right, that's the situation. Like, hey, I mean, maybe you take off the bonnet. Maybe your hair's not done. Put a hat on, something else. But, like, then, because then a lot of people get labeled as ghetto and stuff like that when you are doing an interview and you're wearing a bonnet. But who am I or who is she to talk to tell someone that, like, hey, you're not, allowed to wear, you're not allowed to wear your pajamas outside of your home. Like, nah, let me wear my pajamas wherever I want to. They're comfy for a reason. Let me do it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I didn't see that uh, thing about somebody wearing a bonnet to that interview, but I don't definitely wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> no. um, and I'm, I'm kind of mixed on it myself. The whole uh, her. Well, I don't think she be she should be telling grown people what to do, honestly. But um, I don't, I don't really, I don't really know how to answer it because like some people, you know, may have like some type of anxiety. Some people just, you know, might just be going to go see grandma and grandma don't care if you're wearing a bonnet. Exactly. Um, some people, you know, just need some way to just feel comfortable on the plane. Like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to wear my bonnet. I'm going to have my blanket uh, or, or just wear my PJs or something. You're, you're going to be comfortable. I'm going to. I'm going to go to sleep on this plane. I know I am. I'm going to be on here for a while. I might as well be comfortable. 
it's probably people's mindsets. And I, and, and I get that. I personally, I probably wouldn't wear my PJs on a plane, but, um, but like, again, they're not me. So <laughs> I'm not going to tell some other grown person what to do. I just, I don't like, I, I like you might in, in, in again, like you don't really know what reason they're going. Cause they could be a CEO of some of whatever company you're telling them they look unprofessional, but they're not going for a professional reason. And you're just assuming they are. Like y'all on the same. I'm a little like I kind of agree with Moni. Like the bonnet thing, you know. I'm not because I wear do rags. Well, I used to wear do rag. Now I got my hair out, but I wear do rag. And I, I was a time where, where I, one time I went to. I was going to pick up my brother, and I went to it with my do rag. And I was like, "Hey, do you want Donald Trump and the police to catch you?" I was like, what are you talking about? What are you like? And even like to wear a dashiki at one point. It was like, why are you wearing a dashiki out? So I kind of get the whole bonnet thing. However, a bonnet and pajamas outside, to me, that's a a lot. That's a a lot. Those are like, if it's just the bonnet with like a sweater or, or like something, cool. But a robe? Yeah, okay. Robe's a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was saying, because some black people be wearing robes. And, yeah, you know, no, I, 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 I yeah. It's a, But, like, it's one thing if you just put on the bonnet or a do-rag. But, like, even I'm not really, I've seen people wear pajamas out, but, dog, those kind of look like, those are, I, I look at when, this is me, I'm probably a traditionalist, but I look at wearing pajamas as I'm about to go to sleep. So when I see somebody out wearing pajamas like that, I'm just like, Nick, was you going to sleep on the road? You're going to sleep, what, 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 is, what is this? It kind of looks, to me, it just looks like some clown stuff to me, just to put on pajamas outside. Yeah, but like what about the people that bring the pajamas to the airport, get changed That's- in the bathroom? And then, like, right on the plane with that. What? What? Changing the bathroom? Did they take the pajamas off? Like, like they go to the bathroom to put pajamas on because they're about to go on the plane, so they can be comfortable in those pajamas. And then when they get to like the next airport, they change again. Cause I've seen that. That that that's okay. That makes sense because I'm assuming that you're gonna sleep. I know it's not everybody, but I have seen that before. But 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 that makes sense because like, I'm assuming you're going to sleep on the plane like that. Yeah. That makes sense. But just to wear it, just to wear it, like, if you're wearing pajamas in the afternoon, bro, that looks very weird. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it depends on where your destination is. Because, like, let's just say, oh, I need to go to the store real quick. Like, I'm not going to change just to go to the store for, like, a hot second. Like, no, nah, let me just go as I is, grab what I need to grab. And, like, I'm not there to socialize with people. I'm there to get what I need to get and then go back home. So I think that's like it does vary from situation to situation. Like you shouldn't just be wearing it out and about running all the errands with them on. Like no, that's a little tacky. But yeah. if you're just going a quick, quick stop, boom, I'm going to Seven Eleven real quick, grabbing something, coming back. Eh, like it's straight. Yeah, yeah. Like for me, I'm I'm cool with the bonnet because I wear do like people put on do rags. So the bonnet I don't have an issue with. Yeah. But the pajamas and the robes and stuff. For some people to just be doing like yo. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get a few. That, 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 that robe was a lot. <laughs> yeah, that robe was a lot. Yeah, 
I remember Melo. I remember some time ago, Melo went to a, a 7-Eleven. I think he was with Lala. He put on a robe. It's like, dog, Carmelo Anthony, man. Well, he probably did that because he's Carmelo Anthony. I was about to say, he got fuck you money, so hey. Yeah. Once you're at that type of status, it's like, hey, who are you to tell me what I can cannot do? Like, his robe probably costs more than what we, like, make. <laughs> yeah. Him, 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 Floyd, and the rest, they, they could do that. They got the money. But on to greatness. So, Mr. Shamar predicted uh, on the show, we said, uh, we all agreed, but you brought it up, that yeah. Nikki should be on the Amon Rushmore. And according to Rap Caviar and just hip-hop in general, they placed Nikki in the fourth slot. So... I mean, well deserved. Yeah, yeah like, Nikki. Um, just overall, seen, she had it. I've seen a lot of people argue this. They keep arguing Big Sean and Future. That's the two names that come up. But I'm just like, bro. Said Big Sean and who? Future. Oh, Future. Oh, well, those are the two names that come up a lot. But it's Nikki. Yeah. Crazy thing is, my little brother said Future, but I was like, I mean, Future is a good shout, but just Nikki overall is just yeah. yeah. I'll, you know, I'll, let's cat They're in a different category. They're in the trap. If you want to just talk trap music, Future is number one. Yeah. But I can't understand where he's sitting. Future talk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, quick shout out to the Don, uh, prepping the Don pod. I heard that Future thing. <laughs> Hilarious. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How, we need a soundboard because that, 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 I will. I'm going to tell you, bro, we need a sound cl- uh, a soundboard. It's just, uh, Cost a little more bread than I. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, I forgot that cartoon, but it was like I was record more like like what? <laughs> Shout out to the perfect dog. But um, Mayweather versus Logan Paul. I think it's tomorrow today. Brief thoughts because I don't want to. I don't want to even. You know, this is not really a necessary thing. We all we all know Mayweather's gonna win, so. Well, I mean, th- this is coming out, I guess, afterwards. So I, I, I pray to God he wins, though. Because <laughs> if he doesn't, bro, I'm I might start watching sports. Honestly, <laughs> just all together, everything, basketball, was, football, rugby, don't matter, no sports. Everything. Was, I, don't, I don't have nothing to believe in if he loses to him no more. <laughs> they always say that. They always say this one thing. One one um one shot could change a whole fight. That's a but for a guy like Mayweather, who we've seen beat legit people, he will his brand will tank enormously if he loses. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, but the thing is, like, I just came to see Jake, Paul, whichever Paul brother is, like, I came to see him getting a clean shot. He might tag him a little bit, like a couple jazz here and there, but, like, that's nothing. Like, he's not hitting with no haymaker or nothing. Like, it just, I just don't see like you. No, brought, yeah, you've no, been a definitely, professional. Definitely no real like power shots are getting. No, the end of Floyd, but it's just like I, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to say like oh he's going he's going to like wax him or something, but it's just like because I don't want to jinx it to be honest. It's not that I don't yeah. think I don't. Th- it's not that I don't think like Floyd can win easily. I just don't want to jinx it and be like no, nah, it's no way Floyd's gonna Floyd's gonna lose. And, this, that, and, then, then he get, and then he just gets whacked somehow. And again, like you right, Peter, that would destroy his brain because that's literally his everything. But <laughs> I don't know. Even um, the rules, even the rules to this fight are just so foolish. I, 
I don't want to talk because it's, it's so like even like if they go the distance, there's no there's no official win. Yeah, there's no winner. So it's like, what do you guys? You, it's a money fight. Like, oh, we both yeah. went on money at the end of the day. Well, you guys are gonna get the money regardless. I mean, but either, like, uh, either way, the Paul brothers win this because they got yeah. Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather to fight them. Whichever one it is, I don't I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. This Logan Paul dude has never won a fight. Yeah, but oh, he is lost it, the KSI. Yeah, he's yeah. never won a fight. It's the other one that's been knocking off people. Yeah. But he but even the other one hasn't really been he hasn't fought anybody good. Like he fought the UFC fighter that everybody said was trash. Yeah. I can't even think of anybody else he's fought, but like Nate Robinson. I mean, but yeah, bruh. Come on, Doug. <laughs> Come on, Doug. <laughs> Should have been a dunk competition, man. He would have won. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but shout out to them for like, hey, they're making their money. They're they're getting interest in these fights, so you know more power to them. Yeah, who needs to go to school when you were when you were Paul brother? Exactly, can't knock the hustle. <laughs> Just fight somebody for it. More power to. Let's talk about some something more realer and something more uh, cooler. In my well, not co- well, Chris, not to you. Oh, <laughs> the Lakers got bounced out the first round. What were your thoughts? What were your thoughts, uh, Shamar? You can start. You see the light skinned brothers are taking over the league, Peter. Why did you have to? Because okay. that light skinned, no, 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 ain't no timeout, ain't no timeout. That light skinned brother in Phoenix, hooking. You see, hey, what that king, what the king of New York do? Because uh, we're gonna get to him. Hey, what the king of New York do? I'm not a Nick. Listen, I'm not a Nick fan, but damn, but dang it, dang it, Trey Young. What did the king of New York do? He said, "This is my city. This is my state. Not my city. This is my state." So what, Kevin Devin Booker, the king of LA now? No, 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 I ain't gonna go that far. I ain't gonna go that far. He 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 cool, he cool, he cool in Phoenix, but he ain't the he ain't the king of LA. LeBron was still giving yeah. them works. Contrary to popular belief, I'm actually a Devin Booker fan. I know. Continue. Yeah, Chris. Uh, no, yeah, but hey, shout out to the Suns finally getting LeBron out in the first round. It was a hell of a series. I think AD being hurt was a big impact on it, but I don't think I don't think the Lakers are gonna win it regardless. Yeah, no. And like like it was even like when we were talking about like our predict- predictions, like I think I think it was with Swab Milan. I can't yeah, remember. Swab Milan. Like 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 yeah, back then. I, I even said like if we if we're healthy, we're good to go. If we're not, then I don't see us making it very far. And honestly, the one team that scared me the most in this whole thing because of last year, because they were deprived of even being able to play in the in the uh, playoffs last year was Phoenix, and that's who we had to play. And so, like, because it just, to me, it felt like they were going to have a, a chip on their shoulder regardless who, who they were playing against just to, like, prove that they were worthy last year and this year. Yep. And regardless of it being, like, true or not, like, they clearly came to play and took took advantage of, like, our injuries, which they should have because AD wasn't healthy. And honestly, kind of everybody else was not, <laughs> you know, picking up any type of slack at all. Mm-hmm. And like we could say, well, LeBron did this. Le- LeBron tired, man. <laughs> LeBron tired. LeBron's still human, regardless of you know <laughs> popular belief. He gets tired. Yeah, uh, thirty-six, I think. Yeah, thirty. About to turn thirty-seven this year. Oh, 30, um, okay. Couple of thoughts. I wasn't. You know how? Like I wasn't shocked that they were gonna that they lost because. Phoenix was just hungry. 
Yeah, and, and like like as soon as they said uh, AD had a growing injury, I was just like, oh, he's done. Yeah, he's done. He's big man like that coming back from a growing injury, I don't, I don't see that half in the playoffs. Yeah, and the no. whole thing with AD being hurt and like that team, honestly, they're not. LeBron isn't what he was four or five years ago, where he could just say, "Hey, give me some shooter." And even y'all, y'all can't really shoot. That was. Nah, nah, we we be killing ourselves, man. We just like if it's not if it don't work, just try, try again. And it's just like just die by your own sword, yeah. you know. So I mean, I'll, I'll say this: shout out to the Phoenix Suns, they did their thing. The Lakers, you know, a lot of things didn't go their way, you know. But I will say this: right now is not the time for for uh, goat conversations anymore. Not saying Brown was trash. Not saying it was his fault, but there were little things that I saw, little just little things that I saw where I was like, now is not the time. Just mm-hmm. pause, pause. Wait till next year when everybody's healthy, because right now is not a good time. I know Skip Bayless and the rest of the uh, extreme Jordan stands couldn't wait. Now I know Shannon Sharp and Nick Wright. Damn, they had amnesia, but now is not the good time. Give it a year, you know, get everything back, and, and let's see, let's see what happens. I blame Shannon too, man. He kept saying Lakers in five. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, man. Jinx does. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I said, LeBron is a, at the end of the day, he's a human, so it's like, and the league is like it. it We'll get to it. We'll, we'll, we'll tackle another thing in the questions later today. But it's not like the East where he could just find a team that was weak mentally or he could right. find a, or a Chicago Bulls that was young and Derrick Rose who was – or Paul George. And, and you look at those teams, they wasn't as hungry as these teams in the West. No, like – like, and it was just – really just a series of unfortunate events for the Lakers. Like they were coming in as a hurt team, playing against a hungry team. They had something to prove, yeah. and it just those two just did not uh, add up for a favorable uh, series for the Lakers. Yeah, so shout out to Phoenix, shout out to D Book. You it solidified in my book, no pun intended. But <laughs> title favorites, title favorites. Now that the Lakers are out. And uh, Nets are still in. Clippers are still in. Last night was a trip. Kawhi yeah. Leonard, Kawhi Leonard was awesome. And that has to be the most. This is how the uh, Dallas Clippers series is the most weird series I've ever watched. Yeah, I'm loving the uh, Luca memes though. Yeah, but <laughs> if y'all had to pick a title favorite right now, who would y'all pick? Mm. Title favorite. Yeah, just to win it all. Shit, I'm still rocking with the Nets. I chose them from the start. Killed it. Brooklyn! Gino. I'm going to still say Nets, but only if they're healthy. And if not, uh, if not, I think the Bucks, maybe. Nets, and if if the, if if the Clippers can survive, I'll put them in the finals. I don't know. 
if I the, don't trust them. It don't. It don't feel right. It, it, don't, it don't. Trust me. It don't. I. I. I they were my because of because I want to see my brother suffer. I want the Nets and the Clippers. You know, but like you said, it's not a safe pick. So I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna be there and say Nets Clippers. But if not, I probably go Bucks or Utah. I like Utah a lot. I like Utah too. Utah got something to prove too, honestly. Because yeah, like, they remember uh, LeBron was saying like nobody think about uh, nobody think about Utah. Nobody think about them like that. Like all that. <laughs> dog, if they win a championship, that's gonna come back same year, and, and that's gonna come back on LeBron. Well, listen, man. I know you, you're gonna face the goon squad this this uh, this summer, but man, you. I'll go be all your play, but Shamar Nets, Chris Nets, me Nets, KD Kyrie Harden, hard combination to beat. Hard combination to beat. But speaking of them, speaking of Kyrie, have to give balls of the week, and I don't know why. But it just seems like the energy, y'all energy out there. I don't know if it. Well, I'm not gonna even say what I was gonna say because it could it could be taken out of context. But something wrong with y'all fans, man. Something is wrong with the NBA fan today. Kyrie comes there after having a bad game four. Comes to the Garden, and he busted the Boston Celtics up pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? They closed out in Brooklyn later on, but he he he, he did his thing. Now, I'm not I'm not justifying this, but Kyrie decides to be petty, just like me and a lot of you know people of the DSS Dark Skin Society. He goes to Lucky, <laughs> and he stomps on his eye. You, you know the, the little white leprechaun, the logo. He stepped on it and he rubbed his foot. He's like, yeah, y'all was booing me. Y'all was whatever. That's what you get. He's leaving the building and a white boy with a KG jersey, which he thought would make a difference, decided to throw a water bottle at him. And it missed his face by like, like it didn't, like it, it literally missed his face. Like it would have hit him. Why are you doing that, man? Why are you throwing a water bottle? Just because he stepped on a logo or be put like why are y'all like trying to like literally attack these NBA players? Like they're humans, they're not like they're not in the circus, they're not animals. And now you got a charge. It does sound silly to get a charge for that, but you got a charge. And they're saying it's a deadly weapon. Mm-hmm. You know, that's our legal system. Fellas, <laughs> yeah. a water bottle is considered a deadly weapon. But why put yourself in that position? Yeah, yeah I mean, like, stupid man, stupid, stupid. stupid. It just—I don't know. It just seemed like everybody wants smoke and don't nobody really wants smoke. And when they realize they can't put out the fire type stuff, yeah. And so so it's just like, huh? Oh no, go keep going. Oh uh, no, but it's just like I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't. I truthfully, I don't understand because it's just like, would you? Would you would you really do that if he was just like going just like if, if you threw that and then like you thought he was gonna run and just like attack you, then you would say he assaulted you. 
People people real life would just be like, he assaulted me and he did this and the other and I did nothing wrong. And the whole time he actually was the one who initiated like initiated it the first time. Like they they people truly do not think before they act. And even if they do think before they act, then it's even more foolish because it's just like I don't there 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 is no like end game or logic to like their their situations where they just think I can do this to this other person and this other person is completely okay with this and they just understand that this is just gonna happen because I can do this. I have a right as a fan and they can do nothing. Like 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 this this person who is athletically gifted <laughs> won't just like walk up and just steal me in the face right now. Who's probably just even if I was a fighter, just probably just too athletic for me to touch. Because they're at a superior level in their craft. Yeah, I mean, Chris, I, I'm just thinking the fans don't get get logic. It'll take one of them to actually get punched in the face by one of these people. Yeah. We won't see. What, what, what was it called when uh when uh was Ma- when, Malice uh, name did it? Malice in the Palace. Yeah, yeah. it'll take that Eight number two. Apparently, and don't and don't get back then. You, you don't want to see Stephen Jackson, Jermaine O'Neal. And Meta World Peace coming to you. Them some other type, but but I'll say this. Don't want to see Russell Westbrook either, but they was trying to get him too. Oh, and another, another sneaky one, DeMarcus Cousins. That dude, <laughs> that dude is shook. He look like he don't care. Shook <laughs> Knight. That, 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 that's Shook Knight in the NBA. I don't want that to walk up on me. But, like, try me. <laughs> but again, Bozo of the Week goes to the Celtics fan. You're an idiot. Sound effects. Please. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> hey, I got you. <laughs> yeah. But let's move on to the uh actually I'm gonna switch things up a little bit. I'm gonna switch things up a little bit. We were supposed to do Twitter topics, but for the sake of time, we're gonna do these questions quick. Now I'm gonna start. Let me start with some of these questions. I'm not even gonna. Yeah, the, oh yeah, there was a best movies of all time. We've asked we've answered that before, right? Yeah. Our favorite movies of all time, right? I, no, we 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 just named off some good movies that we liked. I think. Okay. I, okay. Or no, we did we did name our favorite movies because Head of State. Head of State. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tomorrow, were you on that one? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Me and Chris had Head of State, but somebody said not a question, but Avery is cool. Okay. <laughs> I wonder who. Yeah, we wonder who said that. But Sean, Avery, stop shouting yourself out. Come on, dog. <laughs> okay, another one. Why is Chris Kelly so awesome? Mm, I wonder who asked that one. Yeah, Chris, I why are you so awesome? The people want to know. Uh, you know, uh, I got invited onto uh, onto this, you know, podcast here, and it just kind of uh, equaled awesome. Therefore, Chris is awesome. Makes sense. Makes sense. It correlates. It's math. All right. Chris answered that. Now this, will the Bulls ever be good again? I wonder who asked this dumb question. <laughs> I don't know. Look, look, man, it's a work in progress. We were, we are, Chicago Bulls are rebuilding. So will they ever be good again? Yeah. Who knows? Listen, Nets, listen, let me tell you a story about the Nets. The Nets traded all their assets to the Celtics, and look, look at them now. They this got Katie, Harden, and Kyrie. Yeah. The NBA, I, mean, I, guess, I guess so if, if we take it that road, it'd be like eventually. 
Because <laughs> yeah. I like like as long as they don't like get like renamed or change teams or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The Chicago brand will be fine. Michael Jordan made us into something that's forever in culture. Yeah. And you never really know when you're getting a diamond in the rough either these days, though. Yeah, you never know. So true. You know, but let me. What's the next question? There's a lot of questions. Uh, would you rather never listen to music or never watch TV again? I think we've had this on the reunion. We had a question. Yeah, like we this. did, didn't we? Yeah, I think I said I'd rather listen to music. Music. I can't do without music. I don't know. I think I might go with TV. I think you, you said that last time too. Yeah, we, we consistent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing changes on our podcast. Wow. Okay, this is the okay. Who's the king of New York? Oh God, Trey Young. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with my uh, fellow uh, co-host here and say uh, Trey Young as well. Chris, you've been contaminated. Don't 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 do that. Don't do that. Don't. Peter, who's the king of New York? King of New York. There, there's a, there's a couple of them. Biggie, Jay Z, Nas, and I'm gonna throw DMX and Puffy. That's it. Ain't no Trey Young. Trey Young. <laughs> Ain't no Trey Young. You disrespecting New York. Hey. But. I have another interesting question since we want to be petty on here. <laughs> Why does Shamar keep calling Trey on the king of New York? Isn't LeBron the king of Toronto? Uh, sort of, but then he left and then we won. So he lost his crown and we gave it to Kawhi. Okay, that's a good, that's a good answer. That's a good right. answer. That's <laughs> 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 like they didn't win, so <laughs> say, he left he left the throne unattended to and Kawhi was like, well, I'll just I guess I'll just sit here. And now it's Kawhi's. <laughs> well, someone asked who our championship favorites are, and we all know that. Yeah, we just talk, we just said that. that. Okay. Oh, here's an interesting. Well, the person that asked this is always gonna ask some how you all met the squad. And your first impressions from your perspectives. Jeez. So the, so the person <laughs> asking us how we how we all met, you know, the the Frostburg crew that we are. We can name the people's names, but I don't think they, they know who they are. How we I mean, all we, met? We can give a simplified version real quick because that's I mean that that could be a whole episode that's in itself. That, honestly, that, that is that is yeah, that's an episode in the works. <laughs> so just my quick answer is uh, I knew Javon. He said, "Ayo, come through." I met the crew, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then these two came later. They was cool, and then yeah, that's that. That that's my quick answer. Yeah, Peter. Oh, oh, you want me to go? Oh, okay. Uh so I met Avery at a frat party. <laughs> I met Avery at a frat party, and then. Me and him were hanging out with this other dude uh, who was supposed to be my roommate the next year, Richie. Then I met, well, I was supposed to go to another frat event for a Super Bowl party, but Avery was like, nah, come come to this party I got. He told me this like literally an hour beforehand, and I was just like, all right, I'll go. And I met all, I met everybody that I don't think Shamar was there, but I met everybody else there, including the girls. And when I was there, funny thing, when I was there, I think the per- the only person I really talked to was Chris. Yeah. 
That's the first I talked to. And Chris was cool. Like, All right, cool. And then everybody else was kind of, I wouldn't say everybody else was, because he asked first impressions. I'm an awkward dude. And I don't expect people to really rock with me like that. So when I came down, I didn't, I was not expecting anyone to talk to me. So it was, it was cool. And uh, Shamar and Rod, Rod was there, but Shamar, I met through a weird housing situation. It's true. It's true. I mean, that was, I mean, my first impression was, yeah, y'all, y'all look like a tight knit of people. And uh, and we just got cool after that. So tomorrow, if you have an answer. Man, really? Met the squad through Rod because we had basically every class together our first year on at Frostburg. First impression, y'all were wild. Wild. <laughs> now, let me not say it, y'all. They, the y'all, they know who y'all is. Yeah. <laughs> they know who the y'all is. But for the most part, the group was a wild group. I'm like, God damn. But We're then, hey. Gathering of people. Yeah, honestly, no one said band of misfits, but <laughs> I mean, that, <laughs> that, that, that's what we was going by for a minute, though. <laughs> all the broken toys in your toy chest, that too, that too, that too, <laughs> the squad was. But hey, I would say, I mean, first person, yeah, y'all were crazy, but you know, here we are today. Yeah, yeah. we're shooting the podcast. Oh, and my, my first impression, I mean, like, y'all two was just cool in my first impression, yeah. but uh, the crew as a whole, I was just. Mm. Mm. Was, yeah. That was my first impression. <laughs> I, I'll say this, a funny little story. Like, before I actually went to the Super Bowl party, there was a story I heard about somebody. not going to say the name. Uh, and I, I got two people confused because of that story. Mm. <laughs> I, no, I'll say, I'll say that. I got Javon and Jerm mixed. I'm not going to say the story, but I got, I got, I got those two mixed. You know, they look very similar. In the grand scheme of things, it makes sense, though. Yeah, <laughs> you know the context of that story, it yeah. makes sense. But I did get them too confused. But the person who asked this, you got your answer. Honestly, this has to be an episode one day. We'll get Gerard and, and as many people, because that that would be hell for Chris to edit. Yes, it would. <laughs> but yeah, uh, is that all the questions? Yeah, I think that's all the questions this week. That we answered. That's it. That's all the questions. So <laughs> people are, keep asking us questions and yeah. Yeah, just keep, keep it up, keep it up. But um on to the next the Twitter topics. Um Cat Williams perspective on cancel culture. It was a very interesting answer. Um Chris, what was it specifically? Because I, I kind of got a little late on that. Y'all, you and Shamar kind of had that. What, what did he cat really say? Uh, well, he was kind of like making the comparison between like there's a speed limit on the road. You might not like it, uh-huh. but it's necessary. And uh, you, there, there, there might be a um, boundary in basketball, the out of bounds. It might not like it. Might not want it to be there. Might want it to be bigger, but it's necessary. And so he just kind of, you know, making the parallel that like um, if if there if there's if there's an actual like boundary needed. And and so how do I how do I word this better? Yeah. If there's if there's an actual boundary as opposed to just like being like here, there and everywhere, then it then it just kind of works better rather for creativity. Because you because you see like there's a there's a box you're in. Now, how do I make this box work? 
Okay. Uh, well, Shamar, I thought you got a bounce real quick. Yeah. So we'll let you do that. See you, bro. Deuces. Peace. And then there were just two. Um, <laughs> uh, how do I answer this? Um, I think with here's my perspective on that. Since you broke it down, um, although I get where he's coming from, and it has to, because what he's basically saying, if there's a boundary that they make, try and sharpen your tool around it, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. But my counter to that is just like with comedians, you're supposed to go outside of that boundary. That's what makes a comedian a comedian. That's what made Cat Williams, Cat Williams, saying stuff that's uncomfortable and funny. So when you create that boundary I, I, as a comedian, or when they keep creating these boundaries, where do you, because for me, I like comedy that's like, oh, he said that, oh my God. <laughs> that's how comedians, unless it's the Wayans, because the Wayans, they, they're just like, they just do stuff that's just like, I wouldn't say out of the box, but it's just like stupid. Yeah. But like, oh, I just like comedians that decide um, they go outside of the boundary and shake the room. And I think when you when you create a boundary, it creates a like what what can you really do, or what joke can you really do? How can you make a joke when you're in the box? Well, that's his point, though. It's just like. I guess another thing he was saying is just like, because like as time is going on, people are getting more sensitive, but that's what you want. So you can actually like, like people are saying like, well, you're being too sensitive about this than the other, as opposed to like actually understanding, like, I, I guess like one another, I think was his point. And he was kind of like, when, when you only go for a shock value joke, are you really making them laugh? Or are they just like laughing at, Oh my gosh, I can't believe he said that as opposed to being like, uh, uh, like actual reliant on your skill as a comedian, as opposed as opposed to like the actual shack value of that joke. But here's the thing, like like it like just just to I guess to give that more legs. If somebody's funny, they're funny. As opposed to be like somebody says something, oh my gosh, that's crazy! I can't believe you said that. And then you're just laughing because you said it in a funny context. Okay, but but my my thing to that is people. Say, he's a comedian. He's funny just naturally. I'll say that. Calvin is a funny natural person, but mm -hmm. he's a guy that says a lot of things, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, we laugh at it. Well, we laugh at it because, oh my God, Cat said this. Well, we laugh at Cat because of the way he said it yes. and, and what he said. <laughs> Delivery matters, so I get that. But if they're telling Cat, these pimp jokes are offensive, right? And he's like, huh? You, you know, you, you get what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah, no, I get what you're saying, but it's just, like, he's, he's kind of like, he's kind of like, don't, don't be the box that boxes yourself in type thing. Because like the, the the true boundaries, what you'd be like, well, I can't say this and I can't say this. Well, I guess, I guess I can't say nothing. As opposed to being like using like real life situations or or other things like that. Not not to say that his pimp uh, stories aren't real. 
I'm sure some of them are. And and I'm sure he can, you know, use it in a way that doesn't necessarily have to be like, oh, well, you crossed the boundary. Because they're, they're, we've had conversations on here where you could say we probably would have crossed the boundary, but we know how to, you know, word our words correctly. Yeah. Okay. You said real life situations, right? Mm-hmm. About jokes about real life. I remember, I remember a couple months ago, Kevin Hart was making jokes about his real life situations. And people wanted to cancel him because of that. Because of stuff he said about his daughter. About real life, how he thought about his daughter and son. So this is where I'm like, well, Kat, I get what you're saying. But if they keep creating an out of bounds, if we're playing basketball mm-hmm. and anything is a foul and anything is like, it takes away from the craft of what made basketball what it is. You can still you can still find ways to be funny. I'm not saying you can't still be funny, but if people are always going to keep making new rules and making it out of bounds, he could say, well, don't put yourself in a box. You're not necessarily putting yourself in a box, but if you try to do something else and they say, that's something wrong with that too, how do you really become a comedian? Because the thing of thing of with comedians is we make people laugh. We we, right. we take people out their comfort zone. Everything is like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if everybody is offended about because people these days are offended about anything. <laughs> yeah, but just to I guess go with your uh basketball point there, mm-hmm. it's like well, if everything's a foul and you can't do this, that, and the other anymore, then that's just a completely different sport at that point, correct? Exactly. Then only the people who would be able to move around in that sport will be qualified to be able to, like, play that sport then at that point. Yeah, yeah. Which, to, again, to his point, is just, like, if you're not able to keep up with those times anymore, then you're probably not qualified to be the comedian anymore because if culture keeps changing, then probably comedy does too. And so... But okay, you see, you see what I'm saying. Well, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But is it still comedy? Exactly. If 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 it's if not it comedy anymore. If, if it keeps changing anymore, then the the whole concept of comedy will change, and it might not be funny to us, but it might be it might, it might work for somebody else. That's true. I I, I think because because what... you gotta remember, like we <laughs> we two aren't the culture. Yeah, that's true. But the culture of comedy historically has been getting people out of their comfort zone, making certain jokes. And even like real life jokes about society, those things, who else? Like Dave, uh, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle's great at doing that. Dave Chappelle, Ke- uh, who else? Chris Rock, what's his name? Kevin Hart, they make jokes about their life. If people can find and be offended by that, it's like, where does a comedian go? It's like the only lane you have is like, okay, let's be like the Wayans and just act goofy. Mm-hmm. If one day we act goofy and they feel offended about that, then it's like, dang, what, the, what, what is really comedy anymore? And that's why, that's why I'm trying to get, that's why I get your point. It's like, if we keep making rules to this, it's not comedy anymore. It's, yeah. it's, it's becoming politically correct society. That's not comedy. Comedy is not politically correct. <laughs> it's, 
Yeah, and just again, like I feel like, and I, I feel like I'm losing this point in my head here, but um, rather uh, forgetting this point, having a brain fart. But it's just like, um, if no, I'm just gonna forget it because I I I forgot yeah. what I was about to say. Yeah, I but I, I do I do what he's I do get what he's saying about sharpening your tool if they mm-hmm. if they restrict you and say don't say this don't say that. But if they keep making more, 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 more rules, it's like, damn, what is comedy? Oh, now I remember. It's just kind of like, uh, like they're evolving, I guess you could say. And as they're evol- and they're evolving, and and I guess so are haters, you could say. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. like there and 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 they're, there's haters in everything. Like we were just talking about, like um. There, there was haters in the NBA, like uh, the fans, uh-huh. yeah. people who who pay money, probably not cheap tickets. Coming, you know, they're close enough to actually hit him with their popcorn. They're, those aren't cheap tickets. Yeah. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? Like people will waste their money just to say I hate you. Pay hundreds of dollars just to say I hate you. People are also evolving. <laughs> they, 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 they've grown from just being like internet trolls or you know, on the back page of like things like Reddit or whatever to being like, I have $500 to waste just to tell you, I hate you. Uh-huh. And regardless of whatever their situation is. And it's just that, that, that too is a part of evolving culture right now. And so I feel like uh, just the whole cancel culture thing is kind of like in the transition now. We're like, well, we, we got to like actually sit down. Like, was this what, what this person actually said offensive or was what uh, was the way that this person that's upset about it, is it the way they took it and just trying to make it offensive because they didn't like that joke? Okay, it's it, it's it's more like self discretion because it's just like somebody's making fun of like a paralegic per, or like uh, I think it's like paralegic and living quad, quad, quadruple. So somebody who can't walk, somebody who had who does not have the ability to walk, Handicap. and it's simply just to say, just because they weren't able to walk, and they, there's no meaning behind it. They're just making fun of this person for whatever reason, as opposed to like saying, like uh, I don't know, being some some crafty joke, being like, well, because this this and the other, some some I don't know, you know, however however they craft their joke, and be like, oh, well, that's actually funny, and that's witty, or whatever. However, the joke is supposed to be laid out. Yeah. There, 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 there should be a reason and not just being like a target on somebody's back behind a, behind a joke, if that makes sense. It's what is where I think cancel culture should be coming in as opposed to like, which I think is like uh, what Kat actually was kind of like saying the bounds, if that makes sense. You shouldn't okay. be necessarily attacking people. Just, just for a laugh or, or you shouldn't have to have shock value just to get a laugh. Here's the thing, but I don't because, and that's the that that's the thing because what I'm saying is that's a, that's an element of it, right? Because you're saying attacking certain people or attacking a culture or attacking, you're making jokes about people or anything, right? Mm-hmm. The same cancel culture he's talking about get offended by other things as well, right? Right. And again, that that just goes back to my like uh, last point. It's just kind of like cancel culture. It's kind of like you have to like just just people in general, really. You know, you have to be like you have to with your own discretion, be like, OK, this person was actually out of line. This person was not. But it's just be, people on the Internet like to move in my mentality like they do in real life. 
Yeah, and and and, and, and so to that point, there is just kind of like, um, you know, individuality also comes into play for cancel culture as well, yeah. I believe. And that's my issue with cancel culture in in uh, in respects to that, because it's like y'all don't ever differentiate things or properly t- or properly say what the issue is. You just go straight head forward when you're upset, right? So when Kat's saying that, I get what he's saying. But cancel culture is just so, like, you, and like you said about evolving. It's evolved to the point where if I made a joke 10 years ago or 12 years ago, they want to cancel me for, for a thought I said 20 years ago. That's how it's evolved. So as a comedian, we know, okay, you set a boundary, right? Mm-hmm. Set a boundary. How do I evolve as a comedian if anything I say, you will find something to be mad about? And that's my... That's, my, that's just the thing, though. Again, that's with my the self-discretion. That's what culture is. I know, but that again, that's just like the self-discretion type thing. It's just like people were. We, I think we talked about it on here where it was even the uh, the governor of of New York came on TV saying, uh, talk talking about Trey Young and all this, that, and the other. It's just it's it, cancel culture is literally. I feel like what you make it to be, if that makes sense. Because like like if 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 you feel like okay, this group of people canceled me, that's not the whole internet. This group of people canceled me. That's not. It was literally a thousand people. To to somebody like a Cat Williams, a thousand people is not a lot of people to lose. Uh, 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 and, and, and chances are they're probably still watching stuff, so they can like dislike it. But here's the, Chris, you say how do you? But cancel culture is never segmented. That's the thing with cancel culture. It's like and and that's what I mean by yes. it has that. That's what I mean by it has to like evolve though. Like like and and also self discretion again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because anytime they've like, and there are people that I'm going to mention, like R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, uh, whoever they've canceled or so-called canceled. It's not just a mob of people. We don't have like a, well, these people feel offended. It's like, you're canceled. Yeah, because I mean like, uh, they're in that so fickle these days. It could be like, I don't know. Some are like, man, I think peanut butter is awesome. And then, like a thousand other people, are like, man, we hate this guy. Well, he's canceled. And uh, again, I know that's that that that's a silly uh, a, a silly one. And, and and it's much harder to be canceled for something like saying you you like peanut butter or something like that. But it's just like um, that is is just kind of like that mob mentality. It's just like I don't like peanut butter. And then like a thousand other people say I also don't like peanut butter, and I need to express that to them on here. And so it's. Just, I don't know how to describe it other, other than because I keep saying my mentality, but that's literally what it is. And it's just yeah. translating from like in person to uh, to the virtual world. And it's funny because uh, I just thought of something that we should have brought up. But it's funny you say fickle, how Twitter is fickle, right? Yeah. A guy like, and cancel culture is kind of like weird, right? A guy like Damson Idris, right? The dude that plays Franklin. Yeah. Girls are like, oh my God, he's fine. He's this or that. He's like a, a symbol of, shout out to the DSS community, by the way. He's a symbol of like, oh, he's that guy, right? He tweets that, he has one tweet that says, 
hey, um, girls, if you know you're going out with a guy and you don't want to go out with him, don't text. Like, just say, just let him know you don't want to rock with him. Everybody wanted to cancel him because of that, and it's called him corny. The girls flipped on him because of that. And I'm just like, what? First of all, if you don't want to, if you don't want to like talk to somebody, you're not, you, you just tell them. Common logic, but they're upset about some silly shit like that. And they, and then they want to cancel him right after saying he's the, the sex symbol and he's beautiful and he's all that. And that's what cancel culture is. And that's what I have an issue with. Cause it's like, with common, it's like, what can you really say? People are just going to find something to just, so for me, I'll just throw the book out, bro. Just make your jokes, man. Because, like, you, people will find something to, you know, cancel you for. Yeah, but, I'm, and again, that's kind of just, like, the point I'm making. Like, people will look for a reason. And it's not all people. It'll be, like, you, you'll see it on, like, uh, what's the post that be making posts about everybody? Or the, the kind of making posts about everybody? Uh, uh, not Breakfast Club. Uh. You know, you know who I'm thinking about right now. Who? Um, they they make stuff about everybody, but their stuff is censored for some reason. Like they won't have no cuss words on them or nothing. Uh, anyway, just just accounts like that one, and I'll probably put it up somewhere because I don't want to look stupid right now thinking about it. But um, <laughs> um, it's just like it's accounts like those that be like, did you see what such and such said? And and they'll be and they'll be like, how do you guys feel about this? And then it'll be like somebody comments, I didn't like, I don't, I don't understand what he's saying, or I don't understand what he's saying about that. I don't, and it's, it's a snowball effect, right? Yeah. And so like, uh, it'll be like, oh, well, is is, and then you'll see another post. Is such and such canceled because he's because of this, or or is is he belittling women because of this? Is it, it's again a snowball, and it just kind of keeps tumbling and tumbling like that. And for those who use their own discretion. And like be like, uh, maybe this whatever he said was next to that serious. And like, okay, well, maybe that's just what he wants, and he just wants people to be blunt with him or something like that. Like, yeah. okay, like like uh, chances are like somebody he'd want to talk to would actually understand that, right? Yeah. So so the audience he was even targeting uh, probably didn't even respond that way, but those who were you know like uh, just kind of just like here for the moment, just like. Yeah, we hate him now. Yeah, well, people people who who joined that snowball effect typically typically probably don't even like really think for their own selves and just be swayed by internet emotion. But but I'm just saying that's why I'm saying people are fickle. Yeah. And to me, if you're a comedian, I feel like you shouldn't you shouldn't be put in a boundary unless it's something. That's really like, cause like if you're gonna t- like fine, I fi- okay fine. If it's a jokes about a particular people, or a joke targeted at you know racial lines or like, even that's tricky, or even like religion or something, fine. But if I'm talking about my life, you gonna restrict me from talking about my life? Again, bro, that's that that's that's literally just people just being being like jerks. If, if you're talking about, 
oh, yo, man, my mom was tripping. And then they're just like, man, he doesn't respect his mom. Let's cancel him. Like, no, that obviously the, those those aren't his fans, right? But there are. But, I, but what I'm trying, what I'm trying to get my point, my point across is that's where cancel culture is going to. It's not just about kind of like me too and racial lines and religion. It's also these silly things that people want to cancel people for. And I'm just like, for me, just to me, that is where there is no boundary. You can't bound. If I'm talking about life or my perspective on things, you cannot put a boundary. That's why I disagree with Cal Williams. Yeah, no, but I don't think he was literally like actually like talking about. I don't think he even said like referring to his life necessarily. Just, just as a whole, just, just, just as a whole. As a, like, like there, there, there should be a boundary, and you shouldn't need necessarily a shock value to get your laughs if you're actually you know qualified to be a comedian and telling funny jokes. You shouldn't shouldn't have to be like, oh man, did you see what such and such did? That was so crazy. Like. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't need to say something out off the wall to get people on your side if you're actually able to do your job correctly. Yeah, and even about saying stuff off the wall, to me, it's about mm-hmm. delivery. Yeah, that gets the laughter. The because I'm trying to think of a comedian. Like, a, if uh, not no disrespect, but there's a way Keenan, you know, Keenan from, uh. Kenan and Cal. Yeah. The way he'll say a joke and the way Cat Williams say a joke, they could be saying the same thing. But Cat Williams will add a little sauce to it. A little flavor to it. That's what makes it funny. Yeah. So, I mean, in that regards... That, that was kind of like the point he was making, though. That that that, But but then, but more, where I think I'm, you know, I think that when, because a, a comedian like him, he says things with sauce, with flavor. So when you try to do that to him, I'm just like, like there shouldn't be a boundary. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, comedy is not comedy is not PC. <laughs> if you're being PC all the time, it's not it's not comedy. I feel like the best way to, I guess, describe it the way he did, and he didn't say this, but I just kind of just came up with it like just now. It's just like, let's say you work in a job, right? And Uh or like, like you work in a job position and this job position is paying you well. And then like over time, this job position does slightly get more different details or more just guided as jobs do like that. That's happening in my job right now a little bit. And um, it's just like, okay, well, you can do this, you can do this, but we don't do this anymore. You can do this and you can do this, but we don't do this anymore. And he's just like, okay, I can do that. You can do that or you can find a new job. And I'm not not necessarily saying like comedians got like- And that that right there is what comedy, just the culture of comedy is not that. But it's headed that way though. But you said it's evolving. Comedy has always been getting outside of PC lens, politically correct lens, and saying something that's funny. Deliver it a funny way. So when it's going to that length, and I get what he's saying, like sharpen your tool, find other stuff to say. 
But my thing is, what's to say when you do that, they create rules again? Well, what's to say like they don't do that with music too, though, right? Like, like, like right now, like we talk about music all the time on here, right? Yeah, but that's the thing with music too. That's that's. But 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 but, but you know what? But like like we say all the time on here, like not everything's for us. And just because we be like, well, you know, comedy back in my day was wild. Like, comedy Richard Pryor couldn't tell some of his jokes ten years ago. I don't know. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but 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 Cat Williams wasn't. He's still funny, right? So what 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 like like my point is like comedy, music, basketball, whatever, everything evolves. Like, yeah, they they call more fouls now in the NBA. Or 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 yeah, now you can't you have to be more politically correct when you when you're telling jokes or or or, or whatever. Or or yeah, now you don't actually have to have a real rhyme scheme sometimes when you rap as long as the beat is good, whatever. Yeah. But you know what? That that entertainment style simply may not or may have changed more than we have. Yeah. And maybe it's just me being old school because I tend to, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say everything that we did in the past was good. My thing is, and this, this is this my, this is my point for like even hip hop and, and comedy. When you keep policing it just to me, because I know like not everything's for everybody. Everybody has their thing. When you do that, it just takes away and it's not what it is anymore. Like there's certain things you have to police and there's certain things where it's like, wow, we're policing that now. Yeah. And again, like, <laughs> like again, it's, just, it's like uh, just individual indiscretion. It's just like dude was talking about wearing a black book bag and I don't rock with that. So I'm, I'm not, I'm, I guess I'm not going to, I guess we'll cancel him for that. But, 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 but you over here sitting on the other side, you're like, Oh well, I prefer a blue book bag, but it's like whatever. It don't it doesn't actually change nothing for me. But but, but I and, think go ahead. I think with me, because you said individual discretion, right? Yeah. I just think we have all we have that. I have my individual discretions, but it's just like my thing with cancel culture. It never feels like individual. It feels like this huge mob that says, "Hey, no." And you know what I'm saying? And it's like that no becomes so big. That's because that loud voice gets more attention as opposed to like the, uh, like there might be a thousand people saying no and then there might be like a hundred or like a hundred thousand people saying yes. But those hundred thousand people over here might be just chilling and only like 500 of them said, verbally said yes. But those a thousand people who said no, 999 of them <laughs> said no. Yeah. So that seems like a bigger number than 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 the yeses and the noes. When the whole time the the yeses were were just like nonchalant with it, but the noes were more passionate. And that's and but that's the thing with Twitter and cancel culture, you know. So I do get like we're having a long ass conversation about this. Mm -hmm. We are. I, I think I've I think noticed. It's, it's a great conversation, but I think we're me and I think we we disagree on. Well, kind of disagree on this. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I just think, I don't, I, I don't know where he's coming from because I think when there's a boundary set, well, find, figure a way to create. But my thing is, how many boundaries are they going to create? Because when you do that, it takes away from the actual art. That that's it's, it's, it's like, same with hip hop. When we rapping and we coming up with these big rap schemes. And he said, mm -hmm. you can't do that no more. That's not cool no more. 
okay, I, I switch it up a little. No, nah, that's not cool. We're doing this. It simplifies it, and it gets to a point where it's like, it's a rap business just singing. Well, again, though, bro, that's just like the evolution of it. It's just like, okay, just again with the Richard Pryor thing, like 10 years ago, he couldn't make the jokes he was making like 30 or 40 years ago, however long. And it's just kind of like, okay, 10 years ago, maybe Cat Williams did not feel boxed in. Mm-hmm. But if Richard Pryor was, he would have felt boxed in, right? Because he couldn't make he he couldn't make the same jokes he was making. He could, but and, but, like, but but but, but, but okay. let me uh let me okay, let me uh, finish first because I'm gonna forget if I don't. And so like by the time Wack, Cat I said Wack Williams Cat Williams mm-hmm. um actually gets to the point where like you know what I can't even tell any jokes anymore. His his time in the sun has probably already passed. His gener his generation of telling jokes has probably all been done and not doing it anymore. If he's to the point where he's like, you know what? I can't make this joke. I can't make the jokes like I did anymore. My jokes just aren't funny anymore. Probably not for him to be making jokes anymore. He should transition to something else. True. But but to people, but they are going to owe it. Well, they're going to be people. Well, like you said, that's the evolution and culture. But it's just like when something, I just, as a traditionalist, like you said, uh, what's his name? What's the dude's name? Richard Pryor, right? Mm-hmm. He's a guy, okay, he can't say this anymore, right? Mm-hmm. What if we can't say this anymore and Cat Williams can't say this anymore and, you know, the generations shift, like, and this is just my opinion. This is not really, and this is another thing for hip-hop, too. That's not really comedy. That's not really hip hop. Well, that's the same thing that our parents say about our music right now, too. That's not really rap. And I know, but that's not really rap. Like, I feel like I had a conversation with my, uh, maybe my grandpa, like two, three, four years ago, talking about, like, yeah, y'all listen to this music, but but back in my day, such and such music was, you know, like this. And that's what I really like to listen to. But that's just me being a tradition. But you know, I'm a traditionalist. So, you know, but I don't know what because uh, we held on this topic for a long time. I don't know Much what you longer knew. than anticipated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you knew, kids. What jokes you're gonna like? Um, all I know is I'm rocking with Martin. I'm rocking with Cat Williams. I'm rocking with Kevin Hart. Uh, 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 the Chris Tucker. That's my era. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and and I'm sure they'll always be on like uh, you know. Uh, some streaming service or something, but yeah. Um, damn, that was long. That was a good conversation, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nigerian Twitter gets. This is honestly this. Could oh man, I forgot we was even doing that. We're doing trending topics. Yeah, yeah, we got so deep into that topic. Nigerian Twitter gets. Uh, their Twitter got. Uh, we'll say. Shut down. The president shut down Twitter there. Um, denied access to denied Twitter. access because I think they shut his Twitter account down. This is my thoughts. Extremely petty. Number one. Number two. I I I can't really speak on what's going on, but this type of stuff where it's like again again. We have to control everything because one person doesn't feel a certain way. 
I'm getting tired of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, kudos to the Nigerian president. I don't know what's going on in Nigeria. I don't know what he said specifically. But come on, man. Just because they took your account down doesn't mean. And then, like, I know how African countries are. You're gonna start some wild stuff. So I'm praying for peace. This doesn't escalate. But come on, man. Come on. Like, you're, you're taking away people's freedom of speech because yours was suspended for for probably violence. So I don't know why I have to take it out on the people, but I, I, I don't Yeah, know. no, and it's just, it's just like uh, extremely childish, you know? Just like if I can't do it, then nobody can. Yep. You know, it's uh, very, uh, very dumb, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Or or uh, just selfish. Yeah, yeah. You know. Very. So um, shout out to the Nigerians. I know. Shout out to Jimmy, uh, Zahara. What other Nigerians want now? Those are the two I, I come in my head. Uh, shout out to <laughs> shout out to them. Um, I think that's all we have for the show. Unless Chris, you have something else yeah. to say. Uh, I remember the uh, uh, the account I was talking about. It was Shade Room. Shade, Shade Room was the one. Oh yeah, yeah. Shade I'm talking about. Yeah. Shade Room. They're weird. Shade Room, Academics, Baller Alert. What's the rest? Yeah, those three. Yeah. Those are, those are the three that are just... Yeah, there's something else. I, I'm, not, I'm not too much of a fan. Yeah. They honestly break... They make they break news faster than CNN. Yeah, which is crazy. Which is crazy, okay? But yeah, uh, I don't have much to say, but uh, I'm still working on the mental health life sessions and I'm going to continue that sometime this month. I don't know. That, uh, but I don't know when it will be out, folks. So we'll see. But that's it for the show today. We'll be on YouTube at 3.15 on Mondays. Please subscribe, like, and comment. You know what I'm saying? We need that support. We need it. We need it. We need it to grow. Um, you can catch us on all podcast services. Uh, we've been on Pandora. I know we're on iHeart. You know, we're on the basically all streaming services. All of them, all of them, all of them. Our social media page is out of the berg on IG, out of the berg pod on Twitter. Mine is at Kofi Pita. The Pita is P I T A. And on Twitter, it's Pita Kofi. So the other way around. Chris. Uh, you could catch me on Twitter at Big Chris underscore five seven, and you can catch me on IG at Chris Kelly 57, but I'm probably gonna change both of those soon. Probably. Don't know what to what yet though. Yeah, like I always say, stay black, stay woke. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Out of the Break Podcast. We're available on all podcasting platforms, and we ask that you like, comment, share, and subscribe, as well as hit that notification bell. That way you'll be notified whenever we release a new video. And as always, we like you. We love you, but we got to go. Bye.